For Pete's sake, man. Welcome to the Halloween episode. For Pete's sake, I'm Pete, joined alongside Trev and Gibby, or should I say, Forrest Gump. You got it spot on. Where are you for Halloween, Pete? Thanks, buddy. Lieutenant Dan. You like the beard? Oh, they like the beard. It's like a Jesus beard you got going on there. I like it. Some would say, yeah. Uh, uh, it was a big weekend in the sports world. Uh, as all four major leagues were uh, were in action. Yeah, they said it was the uh, I forget what they were calling it, but like the best sports eclipse day of the year or something like that. The sports yeah. eclipse. Yeah, and literally most of the games on throughout the day were uh, were pretty bad. So, but I, I appreciated the marketing for it going into it. Uh, so we'll touch on all of those and play some Halloween themed games because you know holidays coming up here. Big episode. But we'll start off with baseball as Game 7 of the World Series is tonight. Trev, no, that's your favorite sport. Yeah, and uh, whatever we say about the game tonight will be outdated by the time this comes on. Just want to throw that out there. We're recording this on the Wednesday as uh, the game's right, going on. Right up. before the game, yeah. Yeah, but I got to say, the series up to this point, this has been the wildest like seven-game series in any of the sports that do that I can remember. Like. How has no home team won a game? Yeah, that's that, like, crazy. ever happened before in like any sport? It, it's never been the case where, I think they showed a stat where this is the first time ever that the road team has won five games in a series, let alone six. So, this is no, actually what? like absolutely ridiculous. You think like, oh, maybe if you can snag one or two games at home, you're in good shape. And well, it's Nat- a complete flip-flop. The Nats got Scherzer tonight, too, which is a leg up for them because he didn't get the pitch in Game 5 because of his neck, I believe. Yeah, and he is going up against Granke, who is probably a Hall of Famer in his own right, but he's another one of those pitchers. So that, many good pitchers. I know. He's another pitcher, though, where his postseason stats don't really yeah. line up with his regular season numbers, but should be a good one. I think we're all... I don't know if we're all looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I mean, it's Game 7. No matter what sport, usually I'll tune in to watch. So Yeah, the tension's uh, for sure to be there. But uh, Remember the the Cubs-Indians one a couple years ago? It was a really good Game 7. I think that might be the greatest baseball game I've ever seen. It was a really good game. No, LeBron was there. Of course. <laughs> um, but who do you got tonight? Put it on record. Who's the away team? Oh, Washington. the Nationals. Nationals? I'll, t- I'll take the Nets to win it then. Just, what do you got, uh, Trev? Keep going with the time. <sighs> You know, it's it's tough, um, but I think this will be one of the series that we look back on just in any sport where you'll be like, I was there when the road team won every game in this series, so I'm going with Washington. you got to keep it going, right? Although I will say the biggest problem with Washington this year in the regular season has been their bullpen. So there's a very high likelihood, in my opinion, if the game's close, that we could see a walk-off. If that's if Houston wins it, that's how I see it happening. Well, that's how a I see it happening too. Way to end game seven. I see a Jose Altuve walk off grand slam, J- repeating the uh, ALCS. Yep, that's how it's, it's going to happen. So Just think about like how good of a feeling that would be to hit a walk off home run in the World Series game seven, game seven to win it. I mean, Literally, I know like what you dream about as a kid. I know the guy from uh, Arizona in 01 hit the walk off single, but that's just another level if you hit it out of the yeah. yard. Oh, man. Well, I just went for the entire Grand Slam there, so I don't think you get any better than what I just said. Especially um, if they're down three before Yeah, the exactly. Uh, so we'll, we'll uh, watch that tonight, see how it goes, see how are those predictions, uh, how cold they were, how warm they were there. Either way, a former Tiger is getting a ring tonight. It's true. It just depends which ones. Fernando Rodney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he was there so long ago. It's kind of hard to remember. Man, forgot he was on that team. Friday he was still in the league. 
Yeah, yeah he's, he's an old guy. He's got to be. Surprised he's still hanging around. Still, he still wears his uh, his hat the same way though, like a little off to the side kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't think anyone's been able to tell him how to put a hat on. So <laughs> you know, maybe someone can finally get to him after tonight. I like that he's continued it though. So, uh, like you said, former Tigers gonna win it all tonight. Just depends on which ones. Uh, the, the NFL was also this weekend as the Lions had a bounce back win. Gibbs, big win versus the Giants versus Danny Dimes. I mean, like. Was it really a big win? And was yeah. it, it was kind of an ugly game? We didn't play all that well. You know, the Giants are, in all reality, a team that we should beat and be able to handle. And we, we looked okay, but it was kind of off and on all game. Stafford's been playing really well. You look at his stats the past couple of games. Ever since you said he was a Hall of Famer, yeah, I mean, I he must have heard say, it because he's been playing fantastic. Think, uh, right now, he's tied for second in the NFL in terms of uh, touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's, he's up there with. Uh, Russell's number one. Russell Wilson's at mm-hmm. one, and then Rodgers is up there too. And uh, both of them have played seven games. He's only played, or they played eight. He's only played seven games. One last game there. Yeah, he's getting the job done. Yeah, he's, he's been great this year. Future Hall of Famer, dark horse MVP candidate. Oof, put that on the resume. Yeah, that's that's a little bold. Not uh, this season, at least. Yeah. But they are, I think, three, three, and one now. Um, we expected them, like you said, to beat the Giants. They lost last week to the Vikings. We already talked about the schedule in the past before. But to make the playoffs at this point, you can probably only have, like, at the most five losses. So that means they yeah, can only lose gotta, two more games. they got to win ten, I think, yeah. just the way the wild card race is going. At, you know, at the minimum, too. They might have to win 11. And you look at the NFC West, it's already got the Rams, uh, five wins, Seahawks, I believe, at six, and the 49ers are still undefeated. So that's three teams right there that could easily be in the be playoffs. Able to jump, yeah. And they could beat up on each other, I guess, too. So that could help. But you could argue the same thing for our division with the Packers, Vikings, and well, the Bears. But all of us in the division that will probably beat up on each other, too. So I think it's going to be a tough, um, tough road to get to the playoffs. I honestly just don't think this team is as good as, as uh, they were made out to be at the beginning of the season. And we'll, we'll see just how good they are. They're playing the Raiders this weekend. I think the Raiders are a little bit of a surprise team. They're putting a nice season together. And just see if we kind of are the real deal or not. John Gruden, man. Yeah, man. Knock on wood if you're with me. Love it. Yeah, the thing with this team for me is, and I think I said this a few weeks ago, where Love it, man. You, uh, they've shown signs of improvement, but they've also shown signs of sort of that same old Lions mentality. But I, I can think... Regardless of how the season goes, the general direction that we've seen out of them has been better than in most of the last decade, I'd say. Yeah, believe me for like coming up with like, oh, there's next year, but I think we're having like some building blocks for for the next season. Like, Been having building blocks for 50 years, man. <laughs> but this is still more progress, I think, than we've seen under the likes of Schwartz and Caldwell mm. previously. Jimmy. So it's Jimbo. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the off season. Like, even if they make the playoffs this year, I don't see us as a Super Bowl contender per se. But it's kind of we're in that kind of purgatory right now, where I, I don't think we're bad enough or nearly bad enough to uh, get like a high draft pick. I don't see a way that we can make the playoffs, especially like I said, the NFC West, also the Vikings, the Packers. That's, they're both that's ahead what of it's us. Been for the last half decade, just stuck. You know, fighting for eight wins right around there. Yep, so that's going to be a tough road there. Uh, I do not or do not think they're going to make the playoffs, unfortunately. No, we it's six weeks until they've had hope. But. Well, like, speaking of kind of the offseason <coughs> and just moves between, like, 
you know, Bob Quinn has made and things like that. What, what did you think about uh, their move at the trade deadline, trading trading digs away? Well, I knew the guy um, back, I believe it was Walker, had been playing um, a lot of the previous games for uh, an injury to Diggs. So I know he had experience out there. And, you know, I didn't really think Diggs is one of, like, our main players, like On franchise defense, players. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't mind it too much. Um, I know the players were upset, which is obviously something that you got to worry about losing the locker room. Well, I think he was the defensive captain. Yeah, yeah it was. Time, so. so that's why there's so much, you know, discussion about that because the players were upset about it. So, like I said, you don't want to lose the locker room there. But it's kind of that Patriot way that they took over. Um with them when Patricia and Bob Quinn were there, you know, we don't really think you have as much value as your contract says. We're going to get you out of there. So well, the thing that's weird is he like just re-signed a three-year deal. I know. And that's, that's the one thing, you know, you, I think the team saw him as a leader. They gave him kind of a longer term deal and then they trade him off or, you know, someone say really not that much. Yeah. They didn't really get anything back. Yeah. This screamed salary dump uh, to me more than anything, especially with the return they got. <laughs> It was interesting to me that they didn't also go ahead and trade Slay at the deadline. Yeah, I thought they'd either be like all in or all out, and you know maybe they were clearing up some space to make make a move at the trade deadline. But then the trade deadline came and went, and they didn't do anything. It's making me think that they have some clear target that they feel pretty confidently they can get in free agency, or there's just another area of the team that Quinn has been targeting. This could be a yeah. really good uh, defensive back draft too. I'm guessing. Just from the moves that they're making, maybe well, that's, that's what we need. <laughs> that's what they're thinking they can target. So, um, <clears throat> but I know they, Adam Schefter reported that they were looking for like a Jalen Ramsey type of haul for Darius Slate, which is like multiple first round picks. Obviously, no team offered happen, that. No. Especially considering he's you know been up and down all year with a hamstring injury. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even when he's healthy, and, and I love Darius Slay, but he's not Jalen Ramsey. No, no, so. by not by any means. Yeah. He's not. But we do have. Two undefeated teams still, Patriots and 49ers. How are the 49ers undefeated, man? I can't believe it. I saw their schedule at the beginning of the year, and like they faced a lot of teams that were you would think would be winnable games. Um, I think they're coming up a lot, against a lot more of their NFC West opponent. That should now. knock them down a so little bit. I don't see them staying undefeated, but they could still be on for like a 13-14 yeah, you know, win I, season. To the, big, the biggest surprise for me is like their offense looked good. They have weapons out there. Jimmy G. Jimmy G is right. Uh, but their defense has been so solid, and that's one of the biggest surprises out of that team for me. I mean, it's been you know a top two, three defense in the league all year. Um, getting Richard Sherman calling people out for not believing in them at the beginning of the year, too. So, you know, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder, which is really what you like to see. Also, I think they got... Uh, Atlanta's offensive coordinator from their Super Bowl run, Mike uh, Shan- or, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and it, you know it's really making Garoppolo look uh, pretty good out there. Yeah, I mean they went all in on him uh, when he was a free agent. And he got hurt or whatever, but it's looking like it, it paid off now. Actually, I think that's something we should uh, mention. How great have all the uh, not only Garoppolo but Jacoby Brissett, former Patriots QBs, backup yeah, QBs, they're Brian, all playing Brian really he threw that one in there. They are playing well. Brissett's been a big surprise for them this year. Yeah, the Colts really, uh, they just haven't dropped off, like, at all. They just play, like, gritty football. Like, they're not winning any gritty by by a lot, but they're hanging in there and squeaking out wins. Yeah. And, it's not pretty by any means, but, but they're not a bad team. They're in the playoff. Home. No, Brissett can make throws when he needs to make throws. I, I wouldn't call him an elite quarterback, but he's you can win with him. They've proven that so far. Yeah. Well, a team that has not been able to win is a guy that's been seeing ghosts 
<laughs> Sam Darnold, the Jets. Talk about a Halloween episode. What do you think about that, Gibbs? First Just off, like, the, the saying that who's on national. picking the audio? Like, you know there's a lot of stuff Darnold's saying all game. Like I love that they put it on there. And, like, what? there's got to be someone from the Jets who, like, pulling stuff like, oh, they can use this or mm-hmm. not. But I thought that, that was the weirdest thing. I was like, what did he just say, you know, when I was watching it live? Like, what? The Patriots players didn't believe it either. That you've seen ghosts out there. I mean, I would be too if I was up against the Patriots defense. Oh, my God. It's They're, true. I saw the stat that, you know, if they the Patriots offense didn't even take the field, they would be a 500 team just, all like, out of all the points that the Patriots D has scored. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I was seeing ghosts this weekend when I versed them in fantasy football. Oof. Yeah, it's a, it's nerve wracking. The versing the you, the Browns too. Oh man, they started. Never out, want to see them. They had three turnovers in, on fantasy. three consecutive plays. Oh, I gotta say the uh, the Darnold performance though, like that's got to be something you could only see out of a Jets quarterback. Okay, really. in his defense, he's got no offensive line. He doesn't really have a receiver. The only weapon he has is Bell. They try to trade him. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, what are they doing to their... I mean, he's not a rookie anymore, but still a young quarterback. He hasn't played that many games. You know who he reminds me of? Sam Bradford. Uh. Sort of touted similarly out of college, but never really had an offensive line, especially when they're a young quarterback, and you just develop so many bad habits doing that that it, it kind of screws you up for the rest of your career. Well, in honor of Sam Darnold, I'd like to play a little Halloween game with you guys involving franchise QBs. A little trick-or-treat. Okay. What? Trick being, nah, he's not going to make it. Treat being, obviously, you know what? Do you guys have a franchise QB so there? So he's like all younger quarterbacks? All young QBs here. Starting off with Sam Darnold. What do you think? Trick or treat? If he stays on the Jets, I would say trick. Going trick. I'm going to buy into Darnold. Going Give that treat. guy an offensive line, and he'll be able to get the job done. I think I'm going to go treat, too, just because I've seen some good games. But, man, that the past couple of weeks, and then we've getting mono this year, too. It's just, it's, yeah, it's no, tough I mean, to... Like, you have confidence in him. By no means is he like a jumbo Hershey bar, but I think he's yeah. might be like a like a Snickers or yeah. something like that. A little Reese's Pieces yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I, I think for me too, if he ever finds a way out of the Jets, you'll see the most of him. Next up is another New York QB, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. We haven't seen much of him, so. Yeah, I don't know. He got the job done against the Lions this week. He had four touchdowns. But just the Giants are such a mess of an organization. I'm I'm out. I think he's a trick. What do you think, Trev? I'm gonna go with treat. Ooh. I think I've seen enough of him this Ooh. year to where and and what what are we defining as a treat? Like is he still in the league in like five years? Well, if that's or... like a QB that they can build around, like or if you a good example would be like Marcus Mariota. That's a trick because they're never able to build around him. Yeah. But he was he was brought in, you know, as this young QB and he just never panned out. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, the, the throwing strength isn't there, but the way he conducts a team reminds me of Stafford. So I think he'll be the Giants quarterback for a little like, bit. Just to back off of that, too, yeah. like he's been able to walk in that situation, like obviously not an ideal situation. And oh, he was getting a, criticized from day one. There's a oh, buzz yeah. around him. Like I feel like the Giants are a different team with him at quarterback oh, versus definitely. Eli just from watching a couple of games. I mean, they're literally the same year. person out there. They look exactly alike. There's something fishy going on there. There is. It's like his clone. This is a good one here. Baker Mayfield. Oh, that's it's such a toss-up. It is. Ah, like the thing is, like okay, they got Freddie Kitchens, terrible coach, but he's got weapons out there. Like mm-hmm. OBJ. OBJ looked bad. Uh, uh this over the past weekend, he was he dropped one or two like wide open catches, but like he has Landry out there too, and. 
He went off on our reporter today. He just I saw that. Yeah, he got Ryan Leaf trending on Twitter for context. Which <laughs> who? The the uh, the bus right? The yeah, Peyton Manning. The, the guy that was taken right after Peyton Manning that had a uh, a similarly famous meltdown in front of the oh, reporter. Man. I'm gonna go trick. I'm not buying Baker, man. It's just it's been such a downhill spiral. I remember last year, you know, he had 27 touchdowns, something like that. Everyone's talking him up. He's still at like 13 interceptions. I know his offensive line isn't very good, but he's just making so many poor plays. He's got Odell Beckham out there, like you said, and they just really haven't connected so far. Yeah. They had all offseason to work on it, so I'm, I'm going trick on Baker Mayfield. You know, I think he just comes under scrutiny so much. Like, if he does some things, even for a city like Cleveland, like, there's for some reason he's always on ESPN. Oh, he 100% brings it on himself, though. Yeah. It's like stuff he said, like, today with the outburst. Like, Why do you have to do that? Exactly. It's only going to hurt you in the future, and... You know, I, th- I think he'll get there. Um, You're going treat? Yeah, I'm going to say treat. Just give him another year, and I guess we'll see what happens. What do you what do you think there, Trev? This is difficult. I mean, if you're Cleveland, you want some sort of, like, continuity at quarterback because they've never had that for as long as I can remember watching the NFL. So I think he'll be there for probably longer than any quarterback they've had in the last 20 years. But that said, I'd still go trick. Like he just reminds me too much of Johnny Manziel in Johnny the wrong football. ways. Um, I do think there's more talent there, so he'll probably have a longer time to stick around. But ultimately, it won't work out. I got two more for you guys. This one I think is a pretty quick one here. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I'm going trick. Yeah, definitely trick. I think 100%. Bears fans are going trick. Can't like, even make like an argument for for treat. You know, it's it hurts your case when I think it was game one this year versus the Packers, and the Packers defense said our main goal was to make Mitchell play quarterback, and that's his position, <laughs> and they throw the ball. they wanted him to throw it against them. So that's I think that's as bad of a sign as you can get out there. So I'm going trick. Yeah, it's a clear trick, but uh, I want to throw this out there because and this is kind of unrelated at the beginning, but it'll come back to it. I know there were rumors of when we talked about the uh, Garoppolo versus you know the expatriate quarterbacks. There was rumors, obviously, that Belichick wanted to get rid of Brady to go with Garoppolo a few years ago. Would the Bears not be the perfect team for Tom Brady if oh, they he were would. kicked out of New England? I had that exact thought too. Because they are you're, ma- saying, you're saying Jimmy G. No, Brady. If Brady left New England and he went to Chicago. That's like the perfect well, team for him to go. They are made to win now, happened. and they're just missing a quarterback. <laughs> No, the one thing that came up was Andy Dalton got benched right before the trade deadline. I thought the Bears would be a good place for him to for him to land. The red rifle. Man, how are you going to bench a guy who's top five in the league in passing yards? He's got the perfect hair for the team, too. That was, <laughs> exactly. The orange jerseys. It matches. If I were them, even, I would have given, once you knew Breeze was back, I would have given New Orleans a call and seen if they could have gotten Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, man. <laughs> um, okay, last one. Josh Allen, which is tough because Treat. I feel like no one watches the Bills. Like, I have him on my fantasy team, and I watch him play. No, that's the that's thing. Like, I only see his stat line at the end of the day. And, you know, whatever highlights he does have on ESPN or what or whatnot. But, you know, I like a running quarterback. I don't know how much you can really trust his arm right now. That's solely on the fact that I haven't really watched him play that much. Well, Trevor, what's your answer on this one real quick? I mean, Buffalo is so clearly based on their defense for all their success and like you guys, I haven't seen them at all this year, so it's difficult. But he is still winning games, which is something a lot of these quarterbacks can't say about themselves right now. It's true. So at the current moment, I would go with Treat. 
but we still need to see more of him for that to be like a permanent. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just don't like the way he throws the ball, which is odd as a quarterback. But I've, I've, the games I have seen him play, like, I haven't seen him play a ton. Well, I just don't like his motion that much. Surprised he has legs too. Like he's a huge guy. Yeah, he's big. Like they said, he's like the same exact size and built as bit. Or excuse me, is built as uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, and like the dude's still running around out there. Well, I want to throw. I forgot one name. That I forgot to throw in there because yeah, you mentioned running quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson. I think he's a, a tree just based on how he's been playing this year. Yeah, he's having a really good year. And like the thing is, when he can't get the job done with his arm, which he struggled last or yeah, la- last weekend or two weekends ago when it, the weather was bad, he put up over 100 yards rushing just on his legs and I guess we'll see see uh, if he's the real deal this week when he plays the Patriots yeah it's the ultimate test but I think it'll be a good learning experience for him because I've seen a lot of people make this point regardless of how this game goes it's very likely these two teams will meet in the playoffs yeah so maybe this game isn't the real test for him but if they do come up against each other again it'll be that second showdown kind of like with Mahomes last year when he really improved in the second one even though they still lost well, another little Halloween game to play here is we're in costume here, the Forrest Gump theme. Uh, how about a little Halloween costumes for uh, some athletes, some big sports-related people? They don't have to be athletes, just related to sports. Mm-hmm. The guy said Rick Pitino is definitely like a vampire, right? Just his face. <laughs> it looks solely like a vampire. Of course. And, uh, he looks, and I said Ryan Fitzpatrick's like a werewolf with that, that beard. Beard. You can put Jesus on there too, I guess, for kind of what... He'll be on there. Uh, That's Ryan Fitzpatrick. What'd I say? I don't know what you said. Ryan Fitzpatrick? He does look like Jesus. Yeah. I'll give you that one. He's he's a werewolf, too. Uh, we have Bill Belichick as the emperor. Just because the hoodie. He kind of talks like him, too. Yeah, he does. Like, you could definitely, <laughs> yeah. if he was in the movie, you would think that. I wouldn't even be surprised if he actually is currently the U.S. Senate, and we just don't realize it. <laughs> uh, Ed Orgeron? No, you could do a ton for him. Do Jabba the Hutt. Oh, no. Don't do it. Go Tigers. Don't do my man like that. How about just a, like a bowl of gumbo? Just go as just a bowl, a bowl of gumbo. Of gumbo. Yeah. What's more Louisiana? The, the dude sounds like he smokes like a pack of cigs. Yeah. You can barely understand anything he says. You need like the closed captions on Stories about him are so funny, like how he ran through a wall literally at the pregame meeting. Like he brought in a brick wall and ran through it just to fire yeah. up the boys. Just so he he could tell his team he would run through a brick wall for him. Iconic. How how do you not win national championship after that? I would play for him. I feel like he could also be any side character from like the Water Boy or like Princess and the Frog. Just any like he just New doesn't Orleans seem like he's movie. a real person. Like no, he's a character. I put Peyton Manning as Frankenstein. That big ass forehead. <laughs> He's got a big forehead. Man. <laughs> I mean, it I can must see be it. those uh, PEDs his wife bought. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, James Harden <laughs> put Gandalf. <laughs> the beard, once, man. Once that beard starts turning white. Yeah, just put like a little hat on. I can see it. What about Paul Bunyan? Paul Bunyan. <laughs> oh my God. The uh, this is from I think the Jimmy Kimmel show originally, but someone said the Russell Westbrook looked like a uh, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Or, uh, it's like the face and the eyes. Yeah, or that turtle from that one that one show. I'm trying to remember. Teenage Mutant Ninja no, Turtles? No, no, not that. It's like Franklin. Franklin the Turtle. Franklin oh, the Turtle? It's exactly like Franklin the Turtle. Oh my god, I haven't thought about that one. The thing about what Westbrook is, like the dude dresses up like a different costume every every night. Like walking in. Oh yeah, yeah the, uh, walking kind of the clothes he's got on. You can't it's tell me. something ridiculous. I was about to say, you can't tell me some of those aren't costumes that he's actually wearing. 
Like, why is that? Why is that a thing in the NBA? Gronk's got to be the toga guy, right? Oh, without it. They see it like the frat party, just wearing a toga. Yeah, that was definitely him at ASU. I think that was him this year. I wouldn't be surprised if you see that tomorrow. He could still be that on any college campus if he wanted to, I feel like. I put Sam Darnold as the, was it Bruce Willis from The Sixth Sense? Because he sees good. Yes, he's, <laughs> that was too, too the end now. So is he actually dead? <laughs> yeah. He might be. <laughs> I, put, I put Zion Williams as a student at Duke. But that's all I got for you. <laughs> that's I a love good it. one. That's a good one. Uh, put Boban on there. Is what? <laughs> kind of looks like a troll. I'm, I'm gonna throw like, this like on the seven six. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna throw one out here real quick. Juan Soto was Ron Jeremy. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Because uh, he's always grabbing his nuts. After, <laughs> like, Stan Van Gundy could be a Ron Jeremy too. True. He's the guy in the pizzeria, right? Like the logo. Stan yeah. Van Gundy, just the pizzeria logo. Be like, <laughs> it's just him. Pizza guy. Yeah. He could be like Lil Xan, too. He's got the rap career going. Any of the ones you want to throw out there? Nothing. That's all I got, but I loved it, Pete. Good, There's other ones work. you could put there as well. Good but, research. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of work there. Uh, well, we mentioned a couple NBA players uh, in that topic as that uh, season just kicked off. I think it was last Tuesday. Pistons, off to, I believe, was a 1-2 and two start. But Derrick Rose, man, the return of Derrick Rose. going off, knocking down buzzer beaters, dropping, like, well, not buzzer beaters, but game-winning shots. I think he's averaging, like, 25 points. Yeah, he is. He's, uh, at this rate, he's the guaranteed sixth man of the year. He's going to make the All-Star yeah, so, team. Like, let's hope that he uh, makes it through, like, the month of November first. True, true. Because I'm thinking he's, some pro- he's probably some pretty good trade bait. This is... I don't think it's even like a crazy crazy thing to say that he could be an all star. Just because of how the all star voting works with fan voting which Detroit loves him. They're gonna well, I think the like the US just as like as a whole yeah. mostly likes Derek no, Rose. Right. They were chanting M V P when he was I know. shooting free throws. I was like, God, like, he, it doesn't take much to be loved by the city of Detroit. I, and and the uh, bunch of other players like him as well. Yeah, they just love seeing the comeback. And in fairness to him, this has been the best he's looked since his ACL injuries. It has. took him years. Like, you can definitely tell he's missing a jump in his step from where he used to be. Of course, but he's he's almost kind of like Vince Carter in a way to where he's adapted his game to uh, sort of fit his new step. Yeah, you can make that analogy for sure. He's a better shooter, though, now, Derrick Rose. Yeah. He doesn't have the same explosives, like you said. He's been getting minutes, too, because Reggie's battling... Some kind of injury. He can stay like, out, I man. Mean, Reggie's always injured. No surprise there. Better shooter, probably Reggie Jackson, but uh, I guess he is a starter when he comes back. And Rose, like you said, Triff off the bench. Purely because of Rose's injury concerns, though. That's not because Reggie's the better I mean, player. like, I'm not going to, I don't want to knock on the guy, but I don't think you're going to be seeing this all year. Just like as a little bit of a reality check. No, I, I agree. He's going to have a downturn at some point. But... Even even last year, like he was up and down. Like when he was playing, like he would have really good stretches of playing insane basketball, and mm-hmm. then it would always kind of like even out a little bit. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. Like I said it's probably going to be a tighter playoff race because there's so many teams in the East that are kind of between that like five and ten 500. seed. Five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. You can say that about the West too, but it's so obvious that the teams in the West are they're like better. better. Yeah. Well, speaking of the West, do you think the Warriors are going to be able to make oh playoffs? Oh my god, they are they in look, trouble. They look god awful. 
that defense is so bad. And you could see it coming because they lost two like the best defensive players in the league. Clay Thompson was one of the very best like perimeter defenders. And Durant was a very good defender, especially at seven feet tall. Yeah, and I mean, athletic seven feet too. I, I don't recognize half the players out there. Like Jordan Poole, I know, went to Michigan, but I heard someone say, uh, I can't remember where, but it looks like someone for like a game or something that you would create. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like Draymond accessories got the max contract and just, I don't know if that's a guy you want to be giving a max contract yeah, to. Yeah, the thing is, he was the perfect fit for that team two years ago, but if you give him more creative responsibilities, particularly on offense, he will get exposed, and I think we're seeing that now. Well, and Steph and D'Angelo Russell are not great defenders, so one of them has to yeah. guard, you know, the guys, the point guards out there, and so many good point guards in the Western Conference. Like I said, there's just so many players that you don't really see out there. I feel like they believe it's a rebuilding year. They didn't come out and say it, but I think they think it is a rebuilding year to get some younger players more experience. But man, that defense is horrible. They're just gonna have to outscore people, which they'll still win some games because you know you got Steph Curry got, out there. You got a shooter, yeah. But man, they look bad. They're playing the Phoenix Suns tonight, and. They're going to be in trouble if the Suns pull out this victory. That's your team. I think, I think it's going to be full panic mode. It's my team. The Suns are, but it's not the NBA's team after they win a game and suspend Aiden for 25 performance enhanced for a third of the season. Wasn't like, it uh, he the what he got tested positive for was to cover up for mother uh, drugs? Yeah, they, they said they literally tested him. It came out they tested him after their, the Suns' first game, which they won. So that you know the NBA was like something's a little suspicious going on. Yeah, because the they Suns the just won a game. I know they're hating on the Phoenix Suns. There a little bias there. They're trying to keep them as the worst run franchise in professional sports, which is odd because like Phoenix is a really growing market at the moment. It's probably going to be the uh, third, fourth largest city in the U.S. before long. Like, why would you want that team to be bad if you're that's the good, NBA? That's a good fun fact for you. Like, yeah. We would have known we were talking about the Phoenix Suns there, Giz. But we have to keep an eye on them all season. Like you said, they're your team. My sleeper team. Playoffs? No. <laughs> Speaking no of way. no playoffs, the Michigan schools and college football. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I will say that Harbaugh probably won his biggest game of his Michigan career. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, there wasn't any pressure. Well, I guess there's always pressure on him, but because they've already lost two games, there's a lot less pressure um, yeah, they can't do anything with their season. It was a sloppy I mean, game, but you give them credit. They won the game. Notre Dame was higher. Well, I think they were like top eight. Yeah, yeah. They, they still had – I know they lost to Georgia. They still had an outside shot of making the playoffs. Definitely. But they didn't really show up in that game at all. No. Rough weather out there too. Yeah. And, I mean, Notre Dame I think was a little overranked. Just As like always. Georgia yeah, they're always too. overrated. But, it, you know, in their defense, like Harbaugh finally pulled off a big win, and I think the good news is it's going to keep them around for a little longer and – it's good for us state fans, right? Yeah. Yeah, as long as it doesn't give them uh, too much confidence for like two, three weeks from now. But still, like, oh, we are not the better team. Right? Oh, we are we, not. But... We will probably lose to Michigan. I'm just gonna say it. Oh, we just look broken. That Michigan State offense, they gotta do something. Like either they gotta change out the coaching staff. I don't know. Are you? Do you want Tony fired? I don't want him fired, but like he's either gotta buy back into this thing and rebuild it. I want to see like a total reorg of the coaching staff, the coaching staff, or you know, jump shit. That's what I think. If he's not this thing again, if he's not willing to get rid of most of the offensive coaches, then he should go. But if <laughs> he is, then give him another year. I think the same thing. I mean, you got to get rid of those offensive coaches. You can't just reshuffle them around. That's so bad. That's one of the headlines on ESPN, which is how bad our offense was. 
Um, but like I said, that game's in a couple of weeks versus Michigan. I believe it's at Michigan. Yep. I'm going to put money on Michigan. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean. never put money on our, on our team. I mean, going back to this thing, I know the road teams won the, uh, I think, the last four games in this rivalry, but, like, I mean, this isn't even a great Michigan team, but this is a bad Michigan State team. Well, on so. the flip side, college basketball, Michigan State Thank number God. one in preseason rankings. Picked, picked up the W against Albion. Oh, did it already start? Uh, it, it was like pre-season, a preseason. Like, yeah. didn't, doesn't count for anything. How do we look? We looked all right. Um, Cassius was playing. Uh, two of his younger brothers go to Albion, so he was playing oh, his brothers. That's cool. I think we won like 80-something to 40-something. Yeah, we were playing a lot of the walk-ons at the end, too. But uh, Izzo's kid got in at the end of the game. Oh, did he? The dude is like five foot seven and 150 pounds. So you're saying if I was his son, I'd be on the team? Yeah. Probably. That's the advantage of <laughs> isn't nepotism. That, isn't that how sports works? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but they'll get better as the season goes on, too. That's always what yeah, they, they take off the do. season, what, six days from now against Kentucky? Yeah. Are they going to have a similar kind of a opening day you know, ceremony thing as was it Kansas with uh, Snoop Dogg? I hope so. But oh, man. No, there's... I mean, that we had, uh, what's his face, Quinn 92, the rapper, at our Midnight Madness like, oh, nice. debut thing. But mm-hmm. wasn't quite the same kind of atmosphere, though, I'm guessing? No. I, I think Snoop Dogg pr- provides a little something, a little something else. Sure does. Uh, I don't know what Michigan's ranked. There's that great research there. I know there were 19 last week. They should have moved up, obviously, after this one. Um, I want to say... Do, do, do. I'm talking about basketball. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, they're 19 no, in football. I think they're... Expected to take a step back in basketball. Well, because they lost year. their coach. I forget they lost their coach and all their players went pro. Too. Yeah, they got Jawan Howard coming in there. Oh man, that should be fun to watch. Though I must say, I'm kind of excited be a good for good recruiter. That's yeah. where I'm. I'm nervous. Once he starts getting some guys in there, and it doesn't take long in basketball compared to football. So he's already got a five star freshman coming in. Well, and he has great connections too. I mean, LeBron, yeah. James, Dwayne Wade all you know, spoke very highly of him. They know him really well. I think he'll put the you know. It's going to be a step back and then, I think, a, a step forward. And bring, Well, it'll be hard back. to duplicate the kind of coaching that Beeline had because Beeline was a really good coach. I know in the state of Michigan, you know, Izzo's kind of like the top person. Obviously, the su- no, success Beeline, he's had, but Beeline was terrific for him the past couple of years. Yeah, 100%. Like, he really built that program from, like, nothing into, into something again. So it'll be fun to see uh, how Juwan Howard, I forgot that he was there. Little Fab Five reunion there. Yeah, uh, Michigan is unranked going into this <coughs> year too, so and that's got to be based off of the coaching change. Yeah, and also uh, a lot Lost of the players. graduates. So, I, I it's interesting. I think they could recruit better over the long term, but Howard's a little bit unproven as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where that program heads over the next uh, few years. But congrats to him, though. Cool, cool gig to have your former school. I'm ready. It's finally basketball season. Yeah, it is. A couple of months till March. Yeah, uh, that's when it really starts. Only like six, but we'll get there. Of course. Trev, you got a little story for us at the end here that you want to touch on? Yeah, this is a, an interesting one, and it, it's not even the story itself, but I want to kind of throw this out here. So the, there was a story that came out this week that uh, Floyd Mayweather is starting a NASCAR team. What? And this really caught everyone out, off guard because obviously, for those who don't know, I'm very averse into a NASCAR and usually news about a team starting up comes out like, you know, three, four months in advance of when they're trying to make their debut. Cause this stuff takes time, you know, yeah. setting up a team for any sport. Now they're supposed to make their debut in three weeks and there was no news of this until last week. Okay. So 
I gotta say, I'm a little skeptical that this is even gonna happen, but it got me thinking. What are some of the other weird, like, crossovers between, you know, athletes you wouldn't normally associate with a certain sport coming into another one? Obviously, the one that comes to mind for me is uh, Michael Jordan playing baseball. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. I mean, the NBA kicked him out for gambling, right? I think so, right? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been what happened. Um, I mean, Kobe played a little soccer, too. Yeah. I was going to say, well, this is not a sports one, necessarily, but then Bon Jovi owned, like, an arena league team. I want to say, yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Elton John owns whatever That'd soccer be, team. Too. Yeah. yeah a lot, along similar lines to the Mayweather thing, Leonardo DiCaprio owns a Formula E team. Okay. Really? Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Part owner. but yeah. Uh, what else you got there? Just a weird thought here. Got nothing. Wait, so, do they have a driver for the team? No, they haven't announced the driver. There's been no announcement of, like, mechanics or engineers or any of the pit crew. I, I know who the driver is. Danica Patrick. She's got to come out of oh retirement. Back in the game. I honestly Damn. would not be surprised. How do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to feel about that one? My God, that actually be, like, the craziest story. <laughs> you know that would make news instantly. Like, oh, that's, yeah. that's some great marketing right there. You know what else would Floyd be? I would Mayweather, watch it. Floyd Mayweather, he's a good marketer. Like, yep. I, I usually don't watch NASCAR races, Trev, but if they told me that Danica Patrick was racing in a Floyd Mayweather don't call car, a comeback. I would watch that race, at least the start of it. You know what else would be oh, interesting, in. too? First lap. Yeah. Check it out. I, I don't know if you two are aware of this, but obviously her ex-boyfriend is uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. You said that, Kobe. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Who's a current NASCAR driver. So... Imagine Aaron Rodgers being there, and who knows, maybe Ricky still has some uh, some feelings left over from that relationship, and uh, they could get into each other. Lines. Honestly, that would be more interesting than the actual like championship fight at Homestead. But <laughs> oh, it's got to happen. Oh, I, I believe you. I, like I said, they they haven't announced the driver or anything. So hey, Danica, he's got the money to like yeah. put in, like put um, into this and do it the right way. And getting Danica is the right way to do this. Danica, I know you retired, but please. For everyone's sake here, if you want to reinvigorate interest in racing in this country, race for Floyd fucking Mayweather. I want to see Make it. Make NASCAR great again. <laughs> Yeehaw. Man, that would be great. Well, we'll see if it happens. It probably won't, but that would be awesome. So. Oh, of course. Well, I think that does it for this week's uh, Halloween episode yeah, there. It's good to be back. Enjoyed yeah. my little week uh, week vacation. Enjoy the candy, right? What's favorite candy? Favorite candy? Yeah. How do you feel about Heath Bars? Heath Bars? Yeah. That's a surprise. I didn't High see that one coming. Top shelf. No, uh, no. It's a solid choice, I would say. Hey, screw you, Pete. I like I like a good Reese's. Oh, like the butter, like the cups? Yeah, the buttercup, yeah. Like the big n- ones n- or the smaller ones? The the bigger ones. Okay. I, yeah, none of the small ones. Not like yeah. the Reese's pieces either. No, the bigger no. cup of the the Reese's cup there. Oh, I like it. I like Can't it. go wrong. A little peanut butter chocolate. Put it in no, the fridge first. or freezer first. Oh, get, get it the coal. That's a good idea. It melts in your mouth. It's a power move right there. Some white culture. Yeah, kind of along similar lines here. My go-to, Hershey's Take Five. Wow. Take Five. No, yeah. that's that's not like an, a a common pick. Some dark market. No. Why do you like black that? market? Just the right way there. that the uh, the chocolate goes with the peanut butter and the pretzel. I think they got some caramel in there. Oh wow. Maybe some nougat. A lot yeah. of flavors. That's a high end one. You don't see that too often. You got nowhere to go for that don't one. Get right? a lot of those the gas in your, station. Yeah. It's the easiest way to do it. There are a lot of candies. You don't realize that until you go to like the gas station. It's like an entire row. It's a fun fact for you. Did you buy your candy for Halloween? I did. I bought Reese's. Nice. So. 
I get past about the trick-or-treaters tomorrow there, so. Big day. Of course. Changing of the guard. Yeah. You used to be going around getting the candy, and now you're passing it it's out. The trick-or-treater becomes the trick-or-treaty. Yeah, you're right. I remember, like, how much fun it was, though, to go trick-or-treating? Like, you would look forward to it for, like, a month. Oh, yeah. And, well, it always sucked Plan when it was colder, route, though, too, especially here rains. in Michigan. Yeah. Apparently, it's supposed to rain tomorrow, too. It figures. Cool. Yeah. Then you get all the candy, bring it back after. Do you ever, like, would you bring, like, a bag, like, a, a pillowcase kind of thing? Oh, I'll, you got to bring the pillowcase. You can't bring, it's like, a bucket because the bucket, it won't work because you're going to fill it up it's too not fast. not functional. Yeah. Especially in the area where you grew up, like, that will get filled after, like, five or six houses. Yeah, right? When second- it said, like... You know, they leave the candy out and they said, take one. Did you take one or did you go in for the multiple? It's always a question. What do you think? Depends. I bet you took two, at least. At least I took a good handful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Depends on the time of the night, too. If you're at the end of your trick-or-treating thing and you see a bunch of candy on there. Oh, yeah. A lot of times you just take, like, the entire thing because people don't want it. Yeah, if you're just starting off, especially if you're in a big group of people, you don't want to be that guy, right? Yeah. So you don't want to take like, the whole thing, but you might take like one or two. But yeah, at the end of the night, you gotta ease into it. All bets are there's a time where all bets are off. So of course, well, uh, eat, don't eat too much candy here, boys, and we'll uh, see you guys next week. Yeah, yeah. see.